Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of The Extra Inch. My name is Windy, and I'm not joined by anybody today. I'm just here by myself, doing a soliloquy about under-18s. Tragic. Uh, The reason I'm doing this is because the under-18s open the new stadium. The first test event is on Sunday. We play Southampton, and it's incredibly exciting, particularly for these young players who, I mean, they won't have played in a stadium this size before, Most of them will not be known to the majority of the crowd and it's a huge opportunity for them to impress all watching and make a bit of a name for themselves. So I'm incredibly excited for them. I'm also incredibly excited for for us who get to go to the stadium for the first time. I I can't wait to walk through the doors. Um, But lots of people have been talking about that. I thought instead it would be useful to give a roundup of some of the under 18 players you can expect to see on Sunday. Um, First caveat though. I used to be a regular at Hotspur Way, less so this year. I've been once. Uh, a change in my personal circumstances meant that I don't really get a chance to go as much as I'd like these days. Uh, I have seen them a few times uh, in through other sources, via streams and, and whatnot. Um, and I like to think I keep my ears to the ground and I kind of know a bit about all these players. So um, I'd like to hopefully pass on some of that knowledge to you so you go in equipped with a bit of info about each of these uh, youngsters. So just to give a bit of background, the under-18s are still unbeaten in the league and they are basically scrapping out with Arsenal for which of them is going to win the league title this year. So we're a very, very good side at under-18 level. Uh, You may know from uh, previous comments I made in the Fighting Cock that I have my reservations about what happens at Spurs post-scholarship. But certainly under-18 level, we've done a great job with the youngsters and we, we produce high quality uh, youth players who are very technically gifted. I'll I'll come on to that shortly. Um, If I go through position by position then, and actually I'll start off first by saying the players you you would expect will not be there. Um, Firstly, Lewis Binks and Paris Magoma are both away representing England under 18s during uh, this this period. So they won't be there. They both leave a big hole in the side. Uh, Both have been key players at various points in the season. Also, Troy Parrott, who was actually picked for the Ireland under-21s, uh, he's injured. He's had to withdraw from the under-21 squad, so he won't be playing either, unfortunately. And we have another number of other possible injuries um, in uh, Phoenix Patterson, Enoch Asante, Elliot Thorpe and Riddell Richards, as well as Jamie Bowden, who I believe is still injured too. 
A number of players also have been promoted to under-23s, and I'm not sure if they'll appear or not. So Bowden, if he's not injured, has been playing for the 23s. Whether he would drop down, I'm not sure. Uh, Harvey White, likewise, Janil Bennett, Dennis Serkin and Brooklyn Lions Foster have all latterly been promoted to the development squad. So whether they would drop back down just for this match, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find out on Sunday, I guess. Uh, so if I start off with the goalkeeper, we've got two under-18 goalkeepers, but the player who's played the most is Josh, uh, Joshua Oluwiemi, or Oluwiemi, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I'm not sure where the emphasis on, on his surname is. Um, but he's a very capable goalkeeper, uh, very safe hands, and he's been renowned as a penalty-saving expert this season. He's saved a number of penalties, excitingly. He's he's a bit less risky with the ball at his feet as some of our recent under-18 goalkeepers, so we've had a few who've kind of developed a reputation for taking a few too many chances. I would say he's much more risk-averse and is a bit more safe with the ball at his feet, which... I, I guess some people would see it as a good thing and others are bad. I, I personally think at this level it's good as it gives a bit of stability. But um, but yeah, if I move on then to the players ahead of him. So likely to play at right back, I would suggest will be Jibril Okadina or perhaps Maxi Tainio. I, I think Tainio has been absent through injury recently as well. But uh, Okadina has been playing right back of late. He's played a good number of matches. He's a player who's very slick on the ball and reads the game well from right back. Um, I mean, to be a defender at Spurs, and even in the youth teams, you have to be decent on the ball. And I'd say that's true of nearly all of the, the players we have in the back line. Um, Ocadina is yet another who is, who's quite nice to watch in possession. At left back, though, I would suspect Maxwell Statham will play. So Statham is the son of Brian Statham, who used to be a Spurs player back in the late 80s, I believe. I never actually saw him play. I wasn't old enough. Um... But Maxwell is primarily a centre-back who would very much be playing out of position at left-back if he does start. Uh, he, although I've just said that all of our defenders are slick on the ball, I would say he's one that's less so. He's a bit more robust and a bit more, uh, what's the word, a bit more pragmatic, perhaps. He's not one who's going to burst down left-hand side and, and make forays forward. He's not like that. He will play it safe and be a bit more cautious. His competition for left-back is Dennis Serkin, who's been promoted recently to the 23s and is just looking so good for a 16-year-old. I'm so impressed with Serkin. Now, if he plays, he will be making lots of runs forward. You can expect him to join the attack wherever possible, and he's very promising when he does so. He knows when to arrive um, in the final third, and he's a very talented technical player. Uh, I've got high hopes for him, so uh, in many ways, it'd be great to see him on the pitch. And then at centre-back, we're likely to be playing um, Malachi Walcott, or Malachi Walcott, I think it's Malachi, uh, he's a physical centre-back who, again, is is very good in, in possession. He reads the game well, he's very imposing. Uh, he's often um, not got the plaudits that Lewis Binks has got, and that's possibly because Binks is, I guess, a little bit more flashy. Binks has the kind of raking Toby Alderweireld-esque pass in him, whereas Walcott doesn't have that so much. But in his own right, he's a very good centre-back and is, is, is more than competent and will look good, I'm sure, uh, on the White Hart Lane pitch. And alongside him, I guess, might be Brooklyn Lions Foster, uh, who's another who's been promoted to the 23s recently, and I suspect in Binks' absence he might drop back down. Now, he is a silky smooth player who's played plenty at right-back as well, which has given him the opportunity to hone his talent for running forward with the ball. Very competent in possession, 
Uh, loves getting on the ball and moving forward with it and a, a decent passer into midfield as well. Not in the same way that Binks will launch long passes forward. Uh, he's much more likely to slide a pass into the midfield um, than, than bypass it. Uh, so moving into the midfield zone, central midfield, holding player, I guess it might be Harvey White, although, as I mentioned before, he has been promoted recently. Um, a natural pivot. He's a player that started off as an attacking player and has dropped back as he's got older. Um, looks a very, very good prospect to me. He's got a lovely left foot. He takes all of the set pieces, both in terms of crossing free kicks and corners and shooting from set pieces. He's, he's scored a number this year. We, we He's also set up a number of, um, of goals from corners. He's got a wicked left foot on him and is definitely one to watch. If he doesn't play, the likelihood is that Armando Shishua will play the holding role. Now, he's the younger brother of Sam Shishua, who is primarily a, a winger for the uh, for the development squad. He's actually on loan this year. Um, but Armando tends to play in the centre, and I'd say he's a bit more box-to-box than Sam. Sam is more of a final third player. Armando does a bit of everything. He's very good. He's very good at taking the ball in the half turn. He's very dynamic in that midfield zone. And he played the holding role in their previous match, so there's no reason to think that he won't play there again. Uh, and he's he's certainly one to watch. He, he captains the side typically as well. Alongside him uh, will possibly be Rafferty Pedder. Now Pedder is someone who's he's one of the younger players in the group. He's not played quite so much. He's quite slight. Uh, his style is that he likes to get the ball at his feet and run with it. And that's similar to Paris Magoma, who's away with the England under 18s and who Pedder would be replacing. So stylistically, there's a good replacement there. Um, I'm intrigued to see Pedder. He's someone who who looked good in the uh, the earlier youth levels, and then kind of had a bit of a disrupted time through injury. He's also he stands out because he's got this kind of long blonde hair, um, and so you notice him on the pitch, which I always think is an interesting um, point because you start to wonder: Am I noticing them because of their hair or because of talent? Now with him, I think it's both. I do think he's a very slick technical footballer and I do like I like Pedder so I'm excited to see how he does if he plays so if we move on to the uh, attacking midfielders I suspect that on the right will be uh, Maurizio with a Z Pochettino son of the gaffer and I've been slightly critical of him before and I've kind of commented on him only being there through nepotism but I mean he's undoubtedly a good technical player he's got a good touch he can run with the ball he can do things. I just think he's probably the lesser of our attacking midfield options. But I suspect he will start out on the right. Uh, so look out for him. On the left will likely be Ryan Clark. Now, Clark is a player I do really like. He is a dynamic, direct winger who is full of tricks and uh, powerful running. He gets lots of shots away. He makes things happen. I am a fan. I like him. I'm intrigued to see how he does. I'm intrigued to then see next season what we do with him, whether we push him up to the under-23s. He's got competition there with Janelle Bennett, who's also been pushed up early. Um, and, and I guess we'll see with Clark how things pan out. I, I think he's definitely one to watch. And even more so, in the middle, is likely to be Dylan Markande, who is one of the stars of this group. I guess you, you would compare him to Marcus Edwards, partly due to his size and low centre of gravity, but also stylistically there's a similarity there. He's got uh, lovely close control. He loves to run with the ball. I'd say slightly different to Edwards. Um, Mark Handy will tend to pop up in the centre of the penalty box and get shots away, whereas Edwards tends to be more around the periphery, making things happen in a different way. 
Um, similarly to Edwards, he will try a lot and not everything will come off. Um, he'll get fouled a lot because he's little. But he bounces up and he gets on with it and he's a really exciting player. I'm intrigued to see how Malkande progresses at Spurs. He's someone I, I like a lot. And finally, up front, I mean, we've got so many injuries in the attacking position. So I've spoken about Parrots missing through injury, but we're also expected to be without Riddell Richards, who would be the next choice, and Enoch Asante, who might be the third choice. So playing up will likely be under-16 striker Terrell Whitaker, who is more really of a number 10 and not a natural number 9, but by all accounts has done a really good job when called upon this year. Uh, He's not the biggest, but he's got good acceleration. He can certainly get away from a defender. Um, it, leading the line will not come naturally to him, so he'll need lots of support around him, and we might have to just adjust the way we play a little bit. Perhaps he'll even almost play as a false nine um, and, and not play directly in that zone up against centre-backs. But uh, good luck to him. Very difficult playing up as an under-16 against under-18 centre-backs. But uh, incredibly excited to see how he's progressing. So the other two players that are likely to be missing are midfielder Phoenix Patterson, who's another attacking midf- midfield player, who is very, very good. I like Patterson a lot. Um, it's a pity he's likely to be missing out because I think he'd have played. And Elliot Thorpe, who's just been plagued by injury problems these past two years. He's a young Welsh attacking midfielder, very upright, very elegant, very good passer. If he can make it, great. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually aware of what his situation is with injury at the moment. I just know that he's missed the past few. Uh, he's a player I really like and hope to see more involved next season. So I hope that's been of some use in terms of giving you a bit of background on some of these players. Um, I don't think I've missed too many outs. Uh, But, you know, I guess one thing to remember is you're not necessarily seeing the elite players because some of them are away representing their country or injured. But all of the under-18s at Spurs are very competent and we've got a lot of exciting potential there. And I hope you get to see a win and get to see them at their best. If you are going to the game, enjoy it. Enjoy every moment of being in a new stadium. Um, I know I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and get there a bit early and sort of take it all in and have a good wander around and try and uh, get accustomed to the layout and everything. And I'm just so excited to, to be back there. I can't wait. So enjoy the game. Enjoy the experience. And we'll be back with another Extra Inch podcast very soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.